You're listening to SaaS Acquisition Stories, a podcast featuring the stories from both startup founders and buyers who have successfully gone through an acquisition process using MicroAcquire, the number one startup acquisition marketplace in the world. To date, MicroAcquire has helped hundreds of startups get acquired and has facilitated hundreds of millions in closed deal volume. Here's your host, Andrew Gazdecki. All right, I'm here with Steven Nanskable. I hope I pronounced that correctly. Did I get yeah. it right? Yeah, there we go. Well, Steven, thanks so much for uh, joining me on this podcast. Yeah, well, thanks. Uh, thanks for having me here. Great, it's great to meet you. My pleasure. Um, so, for those that may not know you, um, do you want to give just a quick introduction of yourself? Uh, yeah, sure. I'm um, Steven. I'm a developer. Uh, had a go making a few startups. Always, always love startups, and um, yeah, managed to to grow really well and and sell it on MicroAcquire. Nice. So you had real email micro-acquired for five figures, is that correct? Uh, yeah. Nice. And then congrats on that. Now, I guess my first question is, um, what did uh, what did real email do? What problem um, was it solving? Yeah, so it was um, mostly about email address validation. Um, so I'm not sure if um, you know, people are familiar with that, but like uh, when you're sending a lot of email, it's can be quite bad if the email addresses are invalid or like the fake emails because um, that means your your emails don't go through and they get marked as spam which then if you're sending a lot of email that's bad for your reputation um, so mm-hmm. you don't like a, a sender can, can get blocked if they send too many emails to invalid addresses nice well what made you want to build um the service i know there's um a, a few others what made you want to build this specific product yeah, yeah, there's definitely, uh, I guess it's a bit of a competitive uh, market to, to kind of get into. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just sort of got interested and in, really interested in the space and sort of you know, dived in and was interested in how, how, how they did it, how it worked technically and what it really involved. And yeah, I guess, um, you know, I sort of started and just made a little library and then sort of in the depths of a, of a COVID lockdown, I thought, oh, I should, you know, really give this a go and make a, make a proper SaaS out of it. Um, and yeah. Nice. How'd you find uh, your first customers for real email? Yeah, that was interesting. It was definitely, you know, it takes a bit of, bit of determination to go from like having no one to kind of yeah. some people. Um, but yeah, it took a lot of um, kind of social outreach. Like I was mostly diving into stack overflows about the topic and kind of trying to help people and show them that, you know, regex is only going to get them so far and, and that kind of thing. And then, um, then I managed to get a bunch of help documents, a um, bunch of articles kind of starting to rank in, in search. Um, and that's sort of kept the ball rolling. Nice. Good old, good old SEO. Never fails. Yeah. Just I like takes that. a while to get going. All right. So you, you built real email, you grew it to a certain revenue point, and then you decided to sell it and you listed it on um microcore how did that um how did that process go how did you find um you know the the right buyer so to speak um yeah no it's it's pretty interesting kind of listing it because um i guess i was a little i was was pretty hesitant about um you know if it's even big enough to to sell on on microfire um because i saw a lot of other other people's stories saying that they were were doing doing it right um and so yeah I listed it and was overwhelmed with the the amount of interest that it got um but yeah it was interesting yeah it's quite a few different buyers sort of asking and you know some of them you know most, most of them were, were very nice some of them seemed to be playing hardball or something and, um, yeah really the, the ones that stood out were the 
the people that um, just sounded, sounded very interested and they, they had kind of complementary products themselves. Um, and as, you know, having, having built it so far, I really wanted the thing to kind of carry on and, and do well. And so selling to someone who, um, yeah, who was interested in the space and had, had some complementary products that seemed like it would fit in with were, was, was good. Nice. So you find the buyer. Um, if I can ask, how did you structure the deal? Was it um, all cash up front? Did you do like milestone payments? Um, how did that part of the acquisition work? Yeah, uh, well, we wanted it to just be be pretty simple. Um, like that, that is sort of like the idea of me retaining some some stock and stuff. But I kind of thought like um, the size of the deal was just simpler if it was kind of a clean handover. So we kind of did all, all cash up front. Nice. Those are always the best cash up front. So I say done on yeah. that. I guess um, now I'm wondering. Um, so you had a lot of buyers reaching out to you. If you had to give like advice for other founders maybe listening to this that might be looking to sell a business. Um, what advice would you give to them um, when speaking with buyers? Yeah, I think um, I think it was good to that I was just kind of quite open, like very open with, with everything, and I was kind of ready with um, you know had, had screenshots of uh, you know the Slack dash sorry the Stripe dashboard and uh, Search Console and uh, analytics and stuff. Um, just kind of giving kind of giving the, the proof up, up front, but. And even then, um, I was very happy to just kind of jump on calls and kind of give people a walkthrough and kind of had, had, had a little slide deck there. And it was very clear about, you know, what you're getting. You're definitely getting, you know, the domain, the code, some help to, to, to get going and stuff. Nice. But and, yeah, and, so I guess... Yeah, go ahead. Um, yeah, so I was just going to say, like, um, like I had plenty of uh, some, some video calls and walkthroughs of it all. And I guess I was probably, probably overshared a little bit, um, which... Uh, I think maybe probably help help to build trust with the and build the relationship. Um, yeah, I think one one thing you mentioned I've heard mentioned on on your pod is that um, you shouldn't really share your customer list. Uh, it was something, yeah, something no. I didn't really know should shouldn't have been doing. Um, yeah, to, to the eventual buyer. If you do that, um, I recommend anonymizing the data just so they don't have like all the emails and stuff like that. But it shows it still shows proof that there's transactions going through. Um, and then also depending on the size of the deal, um, you can always reach out to us as a team and we can help you through that. But, um, I guess now I'm just wondering about, um, okay, so you found the buyer, you got to terms, uh, how did the, the transfer of the assets go? What did you, what did you do for that part? Um, yeah, so it was, yeah, it took, took a little, little bit of time there. I had kind of built everything in sort of my personal AWS account. Um, but really for the handover, it made just made everything so much easier if it was kind of its own accounts and there's just kind of everything was all together and there was only one sort of password to kind of kind of hand over. Um, so I spent a little bit of time kind of getting getting that all all in line to to make it easy. Um, but then it was, yeah, very much just like there was, you know, a handful of accounts we kind of just went through and um and yeah, good. Hands over the passwords, make sure they could kind of get in and stuff. Nice. I always recommend, um, number one, having everything in a separate account. Because I've heard a lot of stories of, you know, you got 10 different projects and one AWS account, and you got to move it over to another one. And just being able to kind of hand them over that whole account makes it a lot easier. Um, and then also just having, you know, a, a, a plan, like a transfer plan as you're selling the business. Because... Once you get to terms with the buyer, you both might be in a situation of like, oh, what do we do now, so to speak? Um, yeah, so just sure. having like a 
like, you know, here's basically all the assets that I use. Um, we'll start by transferring this one and this one and this one. Um, and then, you know, milestone payments along the way, depending on the size of the deal. Yeah, it's interesting how many things you kind of end up with. Uh, so either it was like a spreadsheet with like uh, just the lines uh, and it's like the AWS, the Stripe. Yeah, that's definitely like a product that we're looking to build into microcore, basically like an asset transfer list that helps make it a little bit smoother. But uh, yeah. um, yeah, mo moving over to, um, you know, I guess, you know, as more and more founders and going through this process of being acquired, um, it sounds like you've learned quite a bit. If you had to give like three tips to potential founders looking to sell their startups, um, what would they be? Um, I'll say give it a go. Like, um, yeah, I mean, it takes, takes, takes a, bit of, a bit of effort and a bit of self-belief that you can kind of really build something and get and grow it. Um, but it could be pretty stubborn. And I think, yeah, just, just giving it a go is kind of the biggest, biggest thing. Um, like all the time I spent kind of wondering about it, if, if I could ever kind of get, if, if anyone was ever going to use it or if anyone was going to be interested in buying it, you just kind of gave it a go, it would, would have been better. Um, yeah, another one would be, um, yeah, kind of like looking for the right buyer, looking for a buyer that's, that's interested in, in seeing your thing carry on. Uh, it, was, it was pretty, pretty nice. Um, and yeah, I guess those, those separate accounts <laughs> help uh, or separate in the accounts so you can easily hand over the passwords. Um, but I guess I had also had infrastructure as code, which helped a bit with that. Nice. And then I, I definitely got a feeling you're, you're probably working on something new, I assume. Uh, yeah, sure. Um, I, I want to yeah, hear so, what is it? What is it? <laughs> yes. This is a, about a problem I sort of experienced with, with real email. Um, had a bit of, I think this is a pretty common one is it's hard, hard going from, to, to help users convert from your free tier to like your paid tier. Um, or people often have issues with like their trials, like people trying to convert people from trial to, to pay. Um, so I'm working on, uh, on Polo. Uh, we're a small, small startup um, helping in that space. Um, so you might have heard of like um, Netflix uh, uh, kind of helping, kind of cracking down on the, the password sharing and, and trying to help uh, grow those accounts. Um, so we're sort of helping do do that. We're going to bring bring those sorts of tools to to everyone else. Um, so the main way we we do this, we, we look for opportunities of how you can kind of help uh, onboard those users. Uh, so it might be that they they've already had a couple of trial accounts, uh, and then they might just be signing up for a new a new trial account just to get the next episode of of uh, Game of Thrones or something. Interesting. Um, so we kind of detect like, oh, you've already had one. We may as well not give you a free one. How about we, you know, give you a discount and get you kind of paying a little bit. Um, and then people are more, more interested in kind of carrying on. I love yeah, that. And the other one is like, yeah, people sharing their accounts. Like you might, um, I guess this the main thing with Netflix, you know, people kind of give their password to their, their mom, their brother. And there's all these people on an account that's supposed to just be one person. Um, so yeah, we sort of help that and kind of encourage people to, to kind of, Get on the happy, happy paying path. I like uh, that. I mean, admittedly, I there's a few services where you know I'll share not frequently, but I've definitely done that. So I understand that being a big problem for a lot. Yeah, of everyone companies. does it. Like it's just easy, right? Um, and it's really hard to kind of tackle properly. 
uh, unless you're sort of unless you're able to devote a team to, uh, which most people aren't. So that's where where Apollo is sort of stepping in. That's awesome. Well, I'm I'm happy you got you know micro acquired, and now it sounds like you're moving on to something you know bigger and with potentially more potential. So um, excited for you, man. Yeah, cheers. Well, so that's, that's all I got. I got um, just one last question that I always like to ask. Um, uh, this one's kind of out of the blue, but um, if you were stuck on an island and you could only bring one thing, what would it be? One thing? Well, you know, I love those, those survival movies. Uh, <laughs> you know, the ones where like someone's stuck on, a, yeah, stuck on an island and they have to, have to make a hut and stuff. I could see myself doing that. Uh, so I reckon a, a knife would be like, just the practical, gonna yeah. help you chop down some trees and make you a little hot. <laughs> I, feel what, you, uh, what I, feel, you? I feel you got this planned out. What what would I bring? Yeah. Um, you know, no one's actually actually reversed that question on me. Well done. Um, if I was gonna bring anything to an island, I'd bring an iPhone of full service and <laughs> get out of it. <laughs> yes. Tell everybody where I am, <laughs> get me out of here. Yeah. Um, that, 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 help. Yeah. Um, all right, Steve. Well, this has been a lot of fun and um, congrats on all your success and um, congrats on the acquisition. Rin Bree, man. Yeah, thank you. Cheers. All right. Cheers, Steven. Thanks for listening to this episode of the SaaS Acquisition Stories podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard today, make sure to like and follow on your preferred channel. And if you know a friend or colleague that would benefit from hearing this conversation, please share it with them. For more information on MicroAcquire and how we can help you start conversations that lead to an acquisition in just 30 days, check us out at microacquire.com. We'll see you next time.